Greetings, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to my new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast series. We have been overwhelmed with the responses that people have shared from listening to these messages on my SiriusXM show over the years. Those listeners, and they're sharing my show with their network, telling people about it, telling their family members, their friends, and their coworkers about this show and the impact it's having on their lives. That's the main reason that this show is now number one for self-help in America, and I'm very grateful. Yet, we realize that many people do not have satellite radio and therefore could not experience for themselves the message. They could not get it for themselves. So we are now sharing these messages with everyone via this new podcast. Enjoy it and share it with your network. And let's help even more people to do more, be more, and achieve more. Tell everybody so that they can live a Wealthy Ways life as well. Welcome to the new Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. And remember, your best is yet to come. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it, forced upon me, can't refuse it, didn't seek it, didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but in eternity is in it. Greetings, everybody, and I hope you're having a great day. I, I sound maybe a little under my regular tempo or sound in my voice because I'm mourning, folks. I'm mourning. I'm grieving the loss of my dear friend, Miles Monroe, Dr. Miles Monroe. And so I asked the station and my producer if we could do something special today, if we could play a interview I did with Miles a number of years ago. And he was so wonderful in this interview. And they all said that would be a great idea as we memorialize my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe. So stay tuned for this interview is going to be a life-changing interview for you. You're going to enjoy it. Enjoy. You are in for a treat today. I'm so excited about today's show. And first, I want to give greetings to everybody across America from coast to coast, border and border, uh, border to border. Everybody from one side of the country to the other who are listening in, either in your car or in your home or in your truck, wherever you are, you're listening into this show. And I'm grateful for all of you who have made this part of your weekly routine, that you make this something you listen to every week. And I'm grateful. Continue to please send me those emails, those notes, and continue to send me those Facebook messages about how you're enjoying this show because you're saying that it's making a difference. You're growing. You're expanding. You're improving your businesses. You're making 
making more money and you're having greater success in your personal and professional endeavors. So I'm very grateful for that. Now, you know, we take a moment to go for every show to just thank God for another day, for another opportunity. We give God glory because it is he who does the work through us. And we are thankful for all that he has given us and he continues to give us. And so we are grateful. And we know everybody doesn't believe like we believe and I believe. But I say to everybody, I'm grateful for you at least listening to my taking time out to thank him for what he had done to me because I've realized that it's important for me to remember what side my bread is buttered on. And I am grateful for what God has done in my life. So we've got a show today that's going to impact you. Oh, my goodness. I've been waiting for a long time to get this guy on. He's a friend of mine. Many of you have his books in your uh, library or his DVDs or videotapes or audio tapes. You've seen him on television. You've heard him on the radio. His name is the one and only Dr. Miles Monroe. That's right, Dr. Miles Monroe is our guest today. For those who don't know him, let me give you a little bit of information about him because he is a terrific gentleman who is making a difference not only uh, for you, for folks here in America, but literally around the world. He is a gifted speaker, motivational speaker. He's a pastor. He's a conference facilitator. He's a consultant. He's a businessman. He's a speaker. Uh, mentor, spiritual leader to millions of people around the world. He travels extensively. Actually, he is on his way, but he's between two two countries. He's in America today. He lives in Nassau, Bahamas. He's been in Brazil for the last four or five days, and he's on his way to Nigeria uh, later today, and he just got in from Brazil this morning. So I was able to catch him in a hotel while he's getting a, a refreshment, and he made time on his schedule to be here. He is a best-selling author. He has uh, syndicated radio, television. He re- uh, he covers over 800 million people around the world uh, every week. And he speaks to over half a million people live every year. He is a man who talks about purpose and about leadership. And he is one of the greatest authorities on it in the world today. My good friend, Dr. Miles Monroe. Dr. Miles, are you there? Well, it's a joy to be uh, on your program today. I'm excited about what we're about to talk about. And uh, really, you know, I believe that uh, it is the energy that people like you supply in the atmosphere that really change lives. And I'm just happy to be in partnership with you. I bring people uh, all over the world who are listening to this program today. Greetings from the Bahamas, of course. That's where I live. And, of course, God lives there. And uh, <laughs> it's a very exciting, uh, joyful time to be alive uh, in spite of all the things that are happening around the world and happening in our communities, uh, there's still so much good happening. So we're excited about, uh, you know, what's about to take place. And uh, God never gets worse. He always gets better. Absolutely. Absolutely gets better all the time, every day. So we're grateful. Well, we're excited about having you on. And, and folks know, many people know about Miles Monroe, where he came from, and the fact that he's one of the leading speaker, author, ministers, uh pastors, uh, spiritual leaders, thought leaders in the world. But tell us about where you came from and your story and just who Miles Monroe is, uh, for those who might not know. Well, you know, really, I always tell people, never believe a man who doesn't have a history. Mm. Because it is the scars that we wear on our backs, not the medals on our chest, that makes us a character to be respected. And uh, I have my story. I was born in a little island called New Providence in the Bahamas, the capital city of the Bahamas. Nassau is on that island. The island is 21 miles long and 7 miles wide. That is where I was born. I still live there. The only difference is when I was born there, I was born in the poorest part of the island, a little village called Baines Town. And in that village, of course, we lived in uh, very you know, difficult conditions. I came from a family of 11 children, one mother, one father, 11 children. I am number six. And we were born in a house that is uh, just two bedrooms, all made of wood, wooden floor, wooden ceiling, wooden walls, and wooden roof. And uh, those two bedrooms, very interesting. One of them was for my mother and father. The other was for my seven sisters. So the four boys had to sleep on the floor. And I slept growing up on a, a dirty mat with a a dirty sheet, and that was where I found my comfort on the floor. And, of course, uh, that house was was placed on four big rocks uh, in each corner of that wooden house to keep the house from resting on the ground so that it would not be easy for rats and roaches and spiders to get into the house. Of course, they got in. And so 
slept many nights with uh, roaches and rats crawling over my body. I slept with spiders, uh, you know, making uh, their nests in my in my hair. And uh, I grew up, however, with some good parents. Our parents didn't have much to give us at that time. But they did give us a strong commitment to good character. They taught us the principles of this book called the Bible, and they gave us a belief that we could achieve anything. It is what they gave us that changed our thinking that was more important than giving us a nice house. Today, I am saying to you that uh, by the time I was 13 years old, I had to battle with the ideas of what my culture was telling me compared to what God was telling me. It was a difficult battle. But by the time I was 14 years old, I had come to reconnect with my creator, and he revealed to me who I really was. And that was a tremendous paradigm shift at age 14, because I was told that I was second class. We grew up under the British colony, uh, colonial powers, which treated all of us people with our dark colored skin as second class citizens. And uh, of course, our country was under the British uh, Empire colonial power for over 249 years. So we really grew up in a slave mentality. It's a very difficult uh, history. But I had to go through a transition, really. And by the time I was 14, I can say that my mental transition began when I began to believe the principles that are in that book called the Bible. And the most important thing that happened to me was when I discovered that I was made in the image of God. That reality began to transform me. Today, I am grateful that I am married to a woman 35 years. Her name is Ruth. I have two beautiful children. They are both adults. Um, I run uh, pastoring the largest church in my country. I also am the owner and the builder of five businesses. I've got over 57 books in 112 countries in 58 languages. I am also the, uh, the chairman and founder of the International Third World Leadership Association, which have, covers over 80,000 leaders in 82 countries. Uh, today, I am debt-free. I own my car. I have my own jet. I travel around the world building leaders in governments and business and churches and corporate organizations. And today, I am healthy and happy and faithful to God. And that's my life. And I went through my difficulties. I had to pay a price. But today, I am able to share those principles with others because if I slept on the floor and ended up flying 40,000 feet in my own lair jet, then anyone can do it, and I can help them become that. Absolutely, and that's what we want people to hear. See, people who are listening now are entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people who have jobs, who want to get and be free from their job, want to live their dreams, want to be more, want to be more excited about life. And, and, and this show is really focused on showing them that there are principles that will work if you work them. And, and the principles I have found to be successful are those that are faith-based principles, that are scriptural, that are biblically-based, because they work. And if you look at the Bible from a perspective— of success and not just what you can't do, but what's possible for your life. You can transform your life. You can transform your future. You can transform your families. And Miles Monroe is an example of someone who's done that and done it effectively, consistently, and someone who has made it happen for lots of other people. Before we go too far, Miles, I always like to get people a chance to early on in the show know where they can, as they listen to the interview, where they can tap into you on the Internet. What website should we send them to? You know, it's amazing. Uh, I went on the Internet and typed my name in, and I think there was about 5,000 sites. You know, <laughs> but, uh, my o o official sites, one of them is milesmonroeinternational.com. Mm -hmm. That's M-I-L-E-S-M-U-N-R-O-E, international.com. The second site is bfmmm.com. That's Bahamas Fake Ministries, milesmonroe.com, bfmmm.com. And the third site is the itwla.com. That's the International Third World Leaders Association.com. All three sites uh, where people can contact me and see the variety of the work I'm doing. They can also contact me by writing to Dr. Miles Monroe, P.O. Box N9583, Nassau, Bahamas. Or they can email me direct. That is at milesmonroe at gmail.com. Got it. All right. And that's M-Y-L-E-S-M-U-N-R-O-E. Wow. Great information from my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe. For those who are joining us, this is a memorial to my friend who recently tragically passed away. And so we've got more to come. 
great information that will literally change your life. So stay tuned for the rest of the interview. And this is Dr. Willie Jolly for sure. The best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and if you're enjoying this information you're hearing on this podcast, I want to invite you to get even more great information on my new free gift page on my website. Go to wjspeaks.com and hit the All Access badge. On that page, you will find information and resources specifically designed to help you to have greater success. Free ebooks, music, all sorts of interesting and informational interviews for my XM show. I'm telling you, this is a great page. And why do I do it? Because I've learned that the more we give, the more we get. And the more we help other people to grow and go to the next level, the more we receive in our business. So we want to help you. Tell your friends about it. Go to Facebook and get my information. Go to my website. Get my free resources. And get on wjspeaks.com and hit that all access badge. It looks like a backstage pass. Click it. You'll get behind the scenes information to the special page to help you grow. All we want in return, all we ask is that you pass it on because the more you give, the more you get. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. And this is Dr. Willie Jolly. You're listening to The Willie Jolly Show, and I'm so excited you're here. You, you might hear from my voice. I'm a little underwhelmed in my usual energy because I'm mourning. I'm grieving the death of my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe. And so today I asked the station, could we do something to memorialize him and to play an interview I did a number of years ago with him on the show and an interview that was incredibly powerful. And so they agreed that would be a great idea. And so thank you folks for listening and enjoying this and sharing it. And remember that we want you also to go to my website, willyjolly.com to sign up for our newsletter and my new site, Jolly VT, so you can get virtual training for your folks. Now, let's jump back in to this message from Dr. Miles Monroe. I am so excited because I've got one of my good buddies on the line. When I was in the Bahamas a couple years ago, I was there with my friend uh, Michael V. Roberts, who's been on the show. Many of you know that he and his brother had built a billion-dollar company in St. Louis, and he's been on the show a couple times. And and we were there celebrating uh, uh, New Year's Eve. It was a couple days before New Year's Eve. He has a big party and invited me and my wife to come. And I called Miles and Miles said, Come on over. It was a Sunday, actually. I called him on a Saturday evening. He said, Come on over to church. And I went to church, and his service was so inspiring and powerful, and, and, and it was just incredible. And then Miles said, Let me take you back to your hotel. And he was so gracious. But here's what was really a blessing to me. While we were talking and writing, he gave me such insight and encouragement about how I can continue to expand what I'm doing. And I took it back and I told my wife, I said, That was powerful. And I want people to know that. And as soon as I can get Miles on this show, I want people to know it. So we've been working for a while to get him on and his schedule busy and my schedule has been busy, but we've finally been able to do it. And we want to talk to you about some of the strategies that Miles shares with audiences around the world. As I said, he's been in uh, Brazil for the last few days. He landed in America this morning. He's on the air with me right now and he's leaving this evening for Nigeria for a, a tour. So we're grateful that he was able to find time. But Miles, we want to talk Talk about strategies and techniques for going from nothing to possibility thinking and from, from being on the floor and having spiders build nest in your hair to being in an air where you are now controlling that through your private jet that takes you wherever you want to go. What are the strategies that you use to share and you share with audiences around the world to help people to grow and go to the next level? Willie, you know, one of the most important things I discovered is that Success is predictable. Mm. And failure is also predictable. Success is not haphazard. Success is not luck. And failure is not undetected. Mm. In other words, you can predict if someone is going to fail or succeed because life is designed to function on laws. Everything that was created by God has built into it inherent laws that guarantee its success. And if you violate those laws, you guarantee failure. For example, I discovered one of the most important strategies in life is the seed. Inside of every seed, there is a tree. But in that tree, in the seed, is also fruit. And the fruit in that tree, in that seed, also got seeds. And those seeds get trees that are fruit, that are seeds, that are trees, that are fruit with seeds. In other words, in every seed, there is actually a forest. 
And the design of that seed by the Creator is to bring forth that forest. The only difficulty is, even though that seed is filled with a forest, it must submit to certain inherent laws for those powerful potentials to come out. If you take that seed and place it on a tiled window and leave it there for 50 years, that forest will be hidden and trapped in that seed, even though it is there. But if you took that seed and placed it in the right environment, you obey the laws of water, moisture, you obey the laws of soil, hiding it away under the earth, you will discover that you don't need to pray for that seed to be successful. Because once you cooperate with the laws built into creation by the Creator, then success is automatic. It is predictable. You can predict that a tree will come forth if you obey the laws of planting the seed. The same thing is true about our lives. So if we learn the laws that govern the, 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 the human being on earth, then if we submit to those laws, success is inevitable. What I did as a poor child sleeping on the floor, I spent most of my young life learning the laws. And I discovered that the laws of every product is in the manual of that manufacturer. And so if you want to know the laws that make a, su a successful product, you must study the manuals, the manufacturer's manual. And so when I discovered that the Bible, that book, was the manufacturer's manual for humans, I began to study that powerful document. And really, I tell you, the more I studied, the more simple my life became. You see, laws simplify life. If you know the laws of life, how they function, and how to submit to them, then you will find that success is not something that you pursue. Success is a byproduct of obedience to laws. But most people are not successful because they are seeking success. My advice is, if you want to be successful, do not seek success. Seek the laws of life, submit to them, and then seek to become a person of value. The more valuable you become, the more people seek you out. And you become value by developing your inherent gift, refining that gift, and then serving that gift to the world free of charge first. And once they identify that you have a contribution to make to humanity, they will then pursue you. One last thing I discovered about a seed, really, and that is when you plant a seed and it becomes a tree and it bears fruit, the tree will never bring its fruit to you. That means once you've discovered your gift and you refine it and begin to develop it, you don't need to seek people to follow you. They will follow you because they come for your fruit. Mm. If you want the tree's fruit, you got to go to the tree. Mm. I remember when I first met Nelson Mandela. He said something to me I will never forget. And today he's celebrating 97 years of life. Or 93, rather, he says today. We wish him happy birthday wherever he is today in South Africa. But he said something to me when I put, put, met him personally at a dinner. I asked him, I said, sir, what is the most important thing you can tell me about a man being a good leader? He said, true leaders never seek followers. Mm. Followers pursue true leaders. In other words, if you refine your gift, discover your purpose, and pursue to fulfill what you were born to do, people will seek you out, and they will pay you to be yourself. This, to me, is one of the most exciting principles of life. If you find the laws and you obey them, you will find that success is a byproduct of life and not a pursuit or a destiny. I love that. People will pay you to be yourself. And if you have value, if you give value, and that's, uh, folks, if you're, you're a uh, ongoing listener of this show, you know, over the last few weeks, you've heard it over and over again. I had Brian Tracy a couple weeks ago. He talked about value. I had Les Brown talked about finding value. I've, I've had one guest after another said, if you have value and you have something that is a value, people will pay you for that value. And that is what makes you a success. And that's what separates you from the classes and other everybody else because You've got value in the marketplace and people will pay you for your value. And Dr. Miles has just said it again, that you can create success by focusing on the value you bring to the marketplace and to a people in, in particular. How do you bless people? How do you help them? How do you empower them? How do you grow them? How do you solve problems? And so he has said that so wonderfully. He's one of the great authorities in America and around the world on leadership and purpose. Dr. Miles, you talk about purpose all the time and you say it's so critical important, don't you? Well, you know, uh, 
Where there is no purpose, there is no meaning in life. Without purpose, life has no precision. Without purpose, life is an experiment. Matter of fact, where purpose is not known, abuse is inevitable. Mm. This is why the most important discovery in life is the purpose for your life. And the word purpose means original intent. Mm. In other words, why was something created? That's called its purpose. And no human being came to this earth without a specific purpose sent here by God to add to their generation. So when you find your purpose in life, you found your reason for existence. This is why so many people abuse their lives, but really, they abuse their lives because they don't know why they have life. Without life, without purpose, there's no sense to life. So discovering your purpose in life is the key to understanding why you were born. And I want to challenge everyone today. In all of my books, I talk about that theme of purpose, all of my books. And uh, in my latest book called uh, Rediscovering Your Authority, I talk about the fact that every human being was born to be an authority in a specific area of gifting. And that particular area is what gives them value to life. And when you find your area of authority, you become successful because people pursue you in order to deliver your authority to them. Now, let me ask so, you a question, Miles. How do you find a purpose? Well, you know, in my books, I give over 20 specific things that you must look for to identify your purpose. Let me give you a couple of them. All right. You can find your purpose, first of all, by finding the thing that makes you angry. Mm. Now, what that means is every human being was born to solve a problem. And every time you see that problem, you become very disturbed. Mm. So whatever makes you angry, whatever you complain about in life today, you were born to fix that. So your, your, your purpose is identified by your anger. Mm. Secondly, your purpose is the thing you have passion for. Most of the things we are doing, we're not interested in those things. We're just doing them because we want to get paid. Mm-hmm. But your passion is a revelation of your purpose. In other words, whatever you feel that you can do without being paid for, that's what you were born to do. That's your purpose. When mm. you find your purpose, you don't need to work for money. You work for fulfillment. Thirdly, your purpose is the ideas that never go away. It's the dream that will not die. It is the thing that you wanted to do ever since you was a kid, and you still want to do it. In other words, your purpose never leaves you. The tree is always in the seed, whether it brings it forth or not. Whatever you were born to do is still in you. And that's why most people hate Monday mornings, because they're going to a place that they hate, because that place does not fulfill their purpose. That wow. place is called job. Wow. Hold, hold that thought, Dr. Miles. Oh, boy, this great information from Dr. Miles Monroe, my dear friend who recently passed away. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. Then we'll be back with even more great information that will change your life. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for years I've told people that in order to have a greater life, it starts by having greater individual days. If you have a great day and you repeat that great day seven times, you've had a great week. And you repeat that week four times, you've had a greater month. And then repeat that month 12 times, you've had a greater year and you're on your way to a greater life. And it starts with that individual day. I recommend you start each day with something powerful. I call it the pure, the powerful, and the positive. Rather than starting your day with bad news, how many people got killed or how many children got snatched or how many fires there were, I recommend you start your day with something to inspire and empower and encourage you to make this day a great day. We're excited to announce the start of Jolly TV on my Facebook page. Go to Willie Jolly, Willie.Jolly on Facebook. Just go to Willie.Jolly on Facebook and get ready for a great day and a great life. Have a great day on purpose. All right. If you're just joining us, we are doing a memorial to my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe, who you very well know now, recently perished in a tragic plane accident. And I think about his impact on my life and his mentorship, his friendship and his encouragement when I was in Bahamas and spent time with him. So I wanted to let you hear this message where many of you might not have been listeners at that point. And this was such a profound message and such a profound uh, impact on so many people that I wanted to play it for you. So we're going to get back into the interview. I want you to listen, take notes as I've been doing, as I've reviewed it. And it is, again, changing 
living my life all over again. And so I want to encourage you to take some notes and share this with your friends and family members because I believe this will be something that they'll say for a long time will impact them and keep them inspired. Back into the interview with my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe. Wow, what a show we have for you today. For those who are just joining us, you're being blessed or you're about to be blessed by one of the great authorities on purpose on leadership in the world not just in America in the world he hails out of the NASA of the Bahamas where he said God lives there too <laughs> that's where God lives <laughs> and I'm telling you he is a man who's on fire he is a graduate of Oral Roberts University where he got his undergrad and graduate degree uh, there and he has gone on to become a professor a seminar leader a theologian a uh, speaker a author extraordinaire a world class thinker a thought leader who is transforming people's lives by television, radio, live performances, and in uh, and, and programs literally around the world. I'm grateful to have him on. He's giving us so much information that is going to blow your mind. If you're just joining us, take out a piece of paper and a pencil because you're going to get stuff today that will change your life. He is the one and only Dr. Miles Monroe. Miles, good to have you, buddy. Well, you know, I discovered something that's very exciting to me, and that is an army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions led by a sheep. Mm, good God Almighty. Woo, say that one more time. Uh, yeah, what that means is simple. An army of sheep led by a lion will always defeat an army of lions if they are led by a sheep. In other words, I discovered, Brother Willie, that leadership determines everything. A great leader can transform cowards into warriors. And that's why I focus so much on leadership. I believe that trapped in every follower is a hidden leader. That's my philosophy. I also believe that true leadership capacity exists in every human, but most people die as followers because they never are placed in the right environment to become all they were born to be. One of the most important principles I discovered is that God created every human being to have dominion, but not over people. You were born to dominate in an area of gifting and then serve that gift to the world. And I, in my books, I, I give a definition of leadership that's very simple, but it took me 30 years to write this one sentence. And here it is. Leadership is the capacity to influence others through inspiration, which is generated by a vision, motivated by a passion, produced by a conviction that is inherent from a purpose. In other words... Leadership is discovering your purpose that gives you a conviction, that gives you a vision of your life, that gives you a passion to pursue that purpose and that vision, which inspires people. Once you inspire people with your passion, then you influence them because they begin to call you a leader. So mm. leadership is not about pursuing power. It's about pursuing your purpose and delivering it to your generation. This and is why I'm so excited about you, because you've discovered your passion. You're an example of what I'm talking about. Amen. Thank you, man. I appreciate that because, you know, this is what I love to do. I want to inspire people. And, and people come with me every day with some new deal. They got, hey, you want to do this deal? We can make a lot of money. I say, I appreciate that. But I, I know my lane. I've got to stay in my lane. This is what I'm born to do. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I'm supposed to do to encourage people, inspire people, empower people to live their best lives. And if I do that, then I'm all right. I'm happy with where I'm going. And you've done that so wonderfully, and you've built a successful business. I mean, you're a businessman beyond just being a thought leader. And and that's important for people to understand. One of the things we talk about often in the, in this show is important that if you want to be a giver, many people say they want to be a giver, but they they have to have something to give. You've got to create some, some, some legacy and some wealth. And that's what we're going to talk about as time goes on in this interview is your new book, Passing It On. But you also, we want people to understand it's important to create wealth. And, 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 and the reason I tell them because it gives you options on your health care, on your education of your children, on where you're going to live, and what kind of legacy you're going to leave. Is that correct, Miles? You know, uh, Brother Willie, we were not born to make a living. We were born to make a difference. Mm. And if you find out the thing that you're supposed to make a difference in, then prosperity is attracted by that thing. In other words, there's no future in any job. The future is in the person who's holding the job, and that is your purpose. Purpose gives you prosperity. You can never become wealthy from your job. Your job only pays your bills and maintains you daily. 
If you want to talk about true wealth and prosperity, you must discover your gift, your purpose, and begin to pursue it with all your heart and sacrifice to develop it. People will pay you to become what you were born to be if you decide to be it. And so it's your purpose and your gift that makes you prosperity, or make you prosperous, rather. You know, I love this statement made by the richest man that ever lived in history. His name is Solomon. Solomon says, a man's gift makes room for him in the world and will bring him before great kings. You know, in the next few hours, I'm flying to Nigeria, and I'm invited there by the government of Ondu State. 500 members of government is about to shut down the entire government to spend two days with me in leadership training. They invited me. They paid me to come there. They gave me first-class tickets. Now, what are they doing? They are pursuing on me. They are pursuing my gift. They're pursuing the value that I bring to their government training. So the greatest failure in life is, is when you are stuck in a job but never find your work. Your job is what they pay you to do. That's your career. But your work is what you were born to do. That's your purpose. Mm. They can fire you from your job, but they can never fire you from your work. But your work is your gift. Your job is your skill. And many companies are getting rid of people who are skilled, but they can never remove you from your gift. And so I challenge every listener today, remember that good leaders employ other people, but great leaders deploy other people and themselves. Mm. So you don't need to worry about employment today. I challenge you to focus on deployment today. Deploy your gift, and you will find that economies cannot affect a gift, because your gift is like a seed. No matter what the economy is like, a seed will still bring forth a tree. So you and I are not victims of an economy because I don't live on my skills. I live on my gift. And this is what every human being was born to be. So so you, remember. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. You were, you were literally born to be a gift to your generation. Leaders do not clone others in their image. They help others discover themselves and then deploy their abilities to serve their humanity. Okay. So I encourage you to never allow anyone to make your career more important than your calling. Wow. Now, we've talked about purpose. You find your purpose, what makes you angry, what you have passion for, what the idea that will never die. Are there other things that help people when they're trying? Because many people struggle. They say they come to me all the time. I'm trying to find my purpose. I'm, and, and I've said that before. Find what you hate or what you love uh, or that dream that you got inside you. What else do you recommend people do to just transform their life, to go from the floor to the airplane? What do you tell them to do? First of all, I think we need to provide opportunity to give ourselves in service to humanity. Mm. You know, many people want to be great tomorrow morning. <laughs> Success is a journey. It's yes. not an instant result. And so many people have great gifts, but they do not want to serve it free. I recommend you to do what the drug dealers do. You know, drug dealers are very interesting people. They got a, a product that they want to sell, but they always give you the first one free first. Mm. I think many people with great gifts they look at myself and maybe you, and they say, I want to be like you. Right. They don't understand that it took us 30 years to become. Understand? So I want to encourage people. The way the greatest leader that ever lived said something that never changed, that never changed like anyone else ever changed me. He said, if you want to be great, make yourself a servant to everybody. Repeat that. Mm. He said, whoever wants to be great, must become the servant of everybody. In other words, if you want to be great, seek opportunities to serve your gift at every opportunity. Serve it in the church. Serve it in your community. Serve it in the hospital. Volunteer for different things that help you exercise your area of passion. If you like youth, volunteer for youth work. If you like to help old people, volunteer for geriatric health. If you like to, to, to teach, then volunteer to teach a Sunday school class. In other words, whatever your gift is, give it away free first. Believe me, the more you give it away, two things will happen. One, you will refine it, and two, you will expose it. Mm. And when you refine a gift by using it and expose it to people who need it, eventually the value of your life will become greater, and they'll eventually pay you to do what you love to do. Wow. Ooh, I love this. You know, you have been so profound. excited, man. Man. I'm about to die. <laughs> 
<laughs> you look here. You 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 just got in from Brazil. I know you haven't slept with on, but we get on the telephone and start talking, boy. The energy level. I'm so thankful for you taking time out. But let's talk about this. We got we got a couple more things we want to talk about. We want to get into this new book. It's called Passing It On. And folks, I want you to go to your local bookstore, Amazon.com, uh, wherever you can to get it. It's called Passing It On, Growing Your Future Leaders. Because Dr. Miles talks about, I actually heard you give a portion of this at uh, T.D. Jake's Leaders Conference, uh, Miles. And you talked about how uh, many pastors do not find the, the leaders for their future and you encourage the boy you talk about tearing up a room went out a room miles had those people standing on their ear and it was so incredible and i want to say to everybody go to miles monroe's website go to his bookstore get his stuff it will bless you i have so many people who have been encouraged by miles monroe wow 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 what great information Dr. Miles Monroe shared with us. You see how he just continued to pour out and to each one of the listeners, including moi, and how we can all grow because of it. I am so inspired by that. You know, one of the things we've been talking about with all my friends, uh, George Frazier and I've talked, and uh, so many of the speakers have been calling me, is that we never know when we're going to leave here. Not, not of us. None of us know when we're going to leave here. Not one of us knows. But... We can make an impact. We can leave a legacy. Each one of us, you included, can do something that leaves an, a, an impact, an inheritance for the rest of the world to know you've been here. And it might be through your books or if you're an author or it might be through the work that you do. Whatever you do, do it with excellence. Excellence will outlive us. And so that's what I want to encourage you, the lesson we live from and learn from Miles Monroe's life and his death. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And remember, you're listening to the Willie Jolly Show. And for sure, the best is yet to come. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech. And I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and will help you find that there's a price for success but there's a cost for not paying the price and the cost is always greater than the price go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag the box or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth and remember as a man thinketh so as he is and your best is yet to come and we're back. If you're listening or just joining in listening, we're doing a special show, a memorial show to my dear friend, Dr. Miles Monroe, a man who came here, started with nothing, literally living on the floor with his brothers and sisters and ended up flying in a plane, dying in a plane, his own though, his Learjet that was flying in bad weather and hit a crane as they were approaching the landing 
in the Bahamas. So we're going to get back into this interview, and I want you to pay special attention to the latter part of this interview because he says something that's so profound about mortality, and I think that will impact you as it impacted me. So listen to the interview, enjoy the interview, take notes, because these are lessons that will change your life for eternity. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and you will enjoy this message with Dr. Miles Monroe. Look, I'm fired up, folks. You know I get fired up, but when I get a great guest on, I get super high, super fired up, and I got a super-duper great guest on with me today. Many of you have his books in your library. You have his DVDs, his audios. You've heard him on, on television, radio. You might have heard him at your church, or you might have even been to his church if you go to the Bahamas, but he he is a dear friend of mine, and we've done programs together like George Frazier's uh, Power Networking Conference. We spoke there together a number of times, and we've just been been friends. and And he's been he's been an advisor and a, a an encourager to me, and I'm so grateful for him. He's the one and only Dr. Miles Monroe, who is uh, one of the great thought leaders in America. I'm so grateful to have him on. Miles, such a joy to have you, brother. Thank you very much, brother Willie. I'm so excited about what you're doing, and I'm excited about. Uh, the opportunity we have to help people achieve their dreams. Absolutely. You know, when, uh, when I've traveled overseas, I've been to Australia and New Zealand with different Amway groups and network marketing groups. And, and many times I'll come and they say, Miles was here a year ago and he fired us up. You better be good. I said, I got to be extra good <laughs> if I'm following Miles. <laughs> but you tell them about living their dreams, one, and tell them about finding their purpose and about being the leader that they were born to be, that everyone has a seed for leadership within them. And then you also tell them that don't think just for today. Think for generations yet unborn. Plant trees you'll never sit under. And that's important about legacy. Tell us about that, Miles. You know, uh, I've written over 50 books, and they've uh, done very well. But this book, the newest book on the market, it just came out a few weeks ago, is my most important contribution to leadership in every category. Whether you are a parent, a pastor, a politician, a corporate executive, uh, an entrepreneur, whatever you are, this book I recommend to everyone. It's the most important book I've ever written because the book is about how to live forever. In other words, uh, if everything you did and accomplished dies with you, you are a failure. Mm. You see, success without a successor is failure. And the greatest failure, really, I have discovered in leadership is unsuccessful successor. The greatest weakness of leadership is a lack of mentoring. I am convinced that God is a generational God. Whenever God spoke to any human recorded in the Bible, he never spoke to them. He spoke to their loins. He constantly speaks concerning their seed after them. In other words, success or the successor is actually failure. So if your vision dies with you, you have failed. And I believe the ultimate goal of true leadership is to live on in those you mentor. This, to me, is the most important act of leadership. That is, plan your departure the day you arrive. Mm. Wow. Finish well is more important than starting well. Mm. Mm. Entering non-negotiable in my mind because it is a function of successful leaders. You know, I have over 2,000 people under my influence every day. I have a staff of almost 200 people. I have people in over 82 countries that look to me for advice and input. I have 17 governments that have retained me as consultants. And yet I know that I'm going to die. Leaders must know when it's time to leave their position. More damage is done when leaders stay too long in a position than those who don't stay long enough. Mm. If it dies with you, you failed. Right. Your greatest contribution to the future is your successor. That's why I focus on this so intently in this new book. And it's already sold out. It's in the second printing already. Thousands of leaders are buying this book, but I want you who are listening to get your copy. Go to your nearest bookstore and ask for Miles Monroe's Passing It On. 
how to grow your future leaders. Because where there is no successor, there is no success. It is the only word in the English language that has success in it. Successor is the sign of success. Wow, I love that. Success and the only word in the English language that has success as part of it, that it continues on after you have gone. And one day we're all going to be gone. We need to be pouring into people. Absolutely. My greatest motivator, really, is my death. And it was the same thing that motivated Jesus Christ. He spoke about his death. Why? Because once you think of your own mortality, you realize that hanging on to any position ain't worth it. Wow, wow, wow. What an interview. What an interview. This is just one of those moments where I am still struggling with the death of my dear friend, but I am grateful. You know, folks, I've learned something over the years. People die. And if you've ever heard me speak at a funeral, uh, I've been told that I give a really good eulogy because I talk about it from another perspective. And I was grieving when I heard about Miles's uh, death. I actually was at the Stevie Wonder concert. And my phone started blowing up. My friend Delatoro McNeil was the first to contact me. And then others started contacting me, saying, have you heard about Dr. Miles? I know y'all are friends. Have you heard about Dr. Miles? In fact, one gentleman, June Moon, I give a shout out to him out in Chicago. He had heard that there was a motivational speaker on the plane with Dr. Miles on the way to the conference. And he immediately called me and said, Willie, are you okay? Answer me back, please. And I sent him a back a, a, neck, a text, said, I'm fine. And he said, oh, wow. Well, what I learned from this is people are going to die. And it's very challenging when people die, when we don't expect it. When people die and they uh, have a long illness, it gives us time to prepare ourselves. But when they die quickly, it, it hurts. It, it, it strikes us. But what I've learned is something over the years that I've shared in, in funerals when I speak. I say to people that, When you lose a loved one, when you go through the loss of someone in your life, you've got to make a choice. You've got to decide, are you going to curse because a rose bush has thorns or are you going to celebrate because a thorn bush has roses? Are you going to curse because that person is gone or are you going to celebrate because that person came your way? I always, when I ask that question, always choose to celebrate. And it takes away some of the grief and gives me a new perspective. See, life is about perspective. The difference between a good day and a bad day is your attitude. And so some days you're going to have bad days, but you have to make the choice that this is not one of those days that's going to take you under. It's going to be a day that you're going to learn from and grow from and be over the circumstances, not under the circumstances. So I'm grateful for my friend, I'm grateful, and I don't know when my time will come. You don't know when your time will come. None of us know when we're going to leave here. So what we've got to do, we got to play with all that we've got while we're here. You know, there's a great story that I share in one of my books. It only takes a minute. To- this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.